0: We're going to do this fast We're going to do this hard And you probably won't like it That's Yeah, those are my New Year's resolutions To just do things fast and hard And be extremely unlikable And so far, right? Mission accomplished Mission accomplished Okay, Happy New Year everyone It's 2015 I haven't done a show in a long time And I feel bad There's no real reason um, I just, I don't know I just didn't really feel like doing it So I feel like I shouldn't Because, you know, I like to put out such quality, comedic content that just anything else would be subpar, and I'm not about that, okay? I'm all about par, not subpar. I'm just, I'm par, okay? Ooh. I stopped for a second there, and I went back and listened, and the fan on my computer sounds really loud, and so does the furnace. So, subpar it is, okay? We'll just, just do what we can. We'll just be what we are and do what we can. All right, look, all this nattering means nothing But I I have a couple stories over Christmas that I want to talk to you about <sighs> I don't even know where to start um, Well, I'll just start with the one that I think is the most important And had the most impact on myself personally And that's really what the show is, right? So we've had Christmas Eve, my family came over It wasn't... It was pretty good, I mean, you know, happ- happily un- uneventful And... Uh. Yeah, we did that And then my family went home And Sarah's brother came over And uh, set up Tidmouth Sheds If you don't know what that is In Thomas land Thomas the train land It's a very expensive um, pla- Like in Tidmouth Sheds is like Where the trains sleep at night on the show It's really crazy expensive He bought a bunch of attachment pieces Hundreds of dollars Okay, so he came And he set that up Christmas Eve night So that when Malcolm came um, down, the, down the stairs, he would see Tidmouth Shed. So hang on, I'm going to play that video of his response if I have it. Hang on, one sec. Oh.
1: oh my goodness! Oh my! Oh my
0: <laughs> Well, there you have it. I had to cut it up a little bit, but he was so sweet. He had a good time. It's his like first real Christmas That he's an actual active participant And understand what's happening Like last year he opened a few gifts And he was like eh, I'm good I'll play with these three things that's great And every Like he'd gotten I don't know 40 gifts that year I swear to god And he picked up three and he was like I'm worn out you guys do this Not this year This year he opened his presents And everyone else's presents too He was just Oh here let me help you with that Close your eyes And then he'd like open their gifts and give it to them It's pretty cute Or annoying, depending on, you know, if it was you But everybody was pretty good about it I mean, he's he's a little kid It's pretty cute to let him open it He just went at everything with such wonder And he was just like, this is the best day ever Except now he's like, Christmas is over <sighs> and I'm like, yeah, it's over But your birthday's coming Oh, yeah Boy, I wonder what I'm going to get for my birthday It's like, yeah Me too, because, like, we don't have any fucking money anymore. It's all gone. It's all spent on fucking Thomas the Train bullshit. So that was Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. And then Christmas night, we went to Sarah's parents' house where uh, I talked to Sarah's other brother who got married, who I got drunk and made an asshole of myself in front of in Mexico, if you recall. I got really drunk and he, he ordered tequila shots to be cute. And then I took it to a Tony Soprano level and I challenged his manhood and basically just acted like a total um I don't want to say alpha male but someone who thinks they're an alpha male like just a total loser chest-thumping idiot I don't know where I got that from but I did and I'm like I'm sorry when I saw him he's like why I couldn't stop laughing I thought it was funny I'm like yeah I thought it was pretty humiliating and uh I said that night is the reason I don't drink anymore really definitely not outside the house and in public and then I don't know. He basically was like, I don't worry about it because I'm sure he's. I've heard some stories about him, and he used to drink. Well, at his wedding, I heard stories about him. He's like, well, you were at my wedding and heard about me peeing all over everything. So, really, who should be more embarrassed? And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know he's probably he's probably right. So we had Christmas dinner there. It was delicious. We went downstairs and we're playing with um, some toys down there because they have a virtual toy shop down there for him. He's very spoiled. He's the only grandchild, and we're down there. And um, for those of you born in the 90s, there used to be what we call a landline. Now it's like a home phone, if you were, and um, not a rotary one. You know where you stick your finger and you dial, and then you wait for it to kind of click back. It's like a, it's kind of like a clamshell phone. So the base of it sits flat, and then you pick the phone up off the top, and in the center of the set that would go to your ear, like the headset part. There's the keypad where you dial in the number. So uh Sarah's mom thought, oh, well, that'll be a fun toy, because it's virtually garbage. I mean, unless the power goes out and you need a phone, well, you just use your cell phone really at that point, but it's an emergency phone. So she thought, oh, we'll just give it to him, let him play with it. And uh, you know, up until Christmas night, I thought that was a wonderful idea. What a great idea. Sure. He should definitely play with this phone. And I'm sitting there and we're kind of just playing, and I'm having like half a beer very slowly because I just don't want to drink in front of them because I'm mortified because of my behavior in Mexico I don't want them to think I'm an alcoholic especially since I told them that my dad was an alcoholic while I was acting like an alcoholic so I really want to impress upon them that I am not an alcoholic and I don't need to drink (laughs) so I'm sitting there drinking my half a beer and everybody's kind of chit-chatting and Malcolm's playing with his phone And he's trying to get the bottom to sit flat Because of the way the um, cord is wrapped on the bottom It won't quite sit flat So he's whipping it around to and fro Trying to get it to sit flat And he thinks it's very funny Because it's like uh, Funny, I guess, to him What, is he a clown? Huh? What, is he a clown? Is he here to amuse me? Huh? Okay, I'm getting to the point Just calm down Uh, He's whipping this phone around And... I don't know what you want to call it. Maybe it's two and a half years of pent-up aggression, maybe he's hated me this whole time, maybe it's payback for putting him to bed before he was ready all those times. He is holding the phone and he whips it behind him what I can only imagine is as hard as he fucking can. And uh, he smoked me in the eye. Like you know that bone under your eye? he smoked me in the eye and it it would hurt so much and it hit so hard it made a sound like a good sound and I'm sitting across from Sarah's brother and he's like oh he's like are you okay and I said yeah I, I think so I'm like man did that hurt and he's like oh yeah I heard that like I heard that from here and Malcolm is completely unaware He's like, just kept going I guess he thought that resistance was maybe Something other than my face Because he didn't really notice or care And I'm not going to be like, eh, Malcolm, you hit me in the face Because like, I'm an adult, you know, whatever It was an accident, move on, you know There doesn't have to be a big fucking production about How you hit me in the face, you need to apologize to me I just like, was like, whatever But it hurt a lot Not C-section hurt, but Getting hit in the face hurt And within about five minutes I had a tiny little Like a goose egg on my Under my eye And it's getting late And I feel like I'm in charge of getting everyone to leave Because I know Sarah's parents are in their early 70s, I think And they get up at four And her mom has cooked this entire supper And I can see her dad is fading Okay, he's probably been up since four It's nine o'clock now I've just been clocked by a phone (laughs) Uh... And it's time to fucking go. Like, I've, I've had enough of Christmas, okay? I've had a lot of Christmas. I've had a fucking phone in the eye. I just want to get the fuck out of there at that point. Not because I don't like the company, but it's a fucking time to go home, okay? And I'm like, Sarah, please, can we go now? Well, why? I'm like, it's late. Malcolm's t- overtired. I'm like, look at my fucking eye. And she's like, oh my god. And I was like, yeah, I know. It was like everyone was staring at me. Watching my eye kind of, like, evolve from, like, just a haggard, dark circles under the eye, eye, to, like, a, ooh, eye, like, a, what the fuck happened to you, eye. And I'm getting more and more irritated, so it's like, okay, it's 9 o'clock, okay, 9.15, I'm like, Sarah, come on, like, seriously, 9.30, I'm like, listen, I'm leaving now, because I'm just, I've had enough, okay? (laughs) I'm just in a really bitchy mood, I'm all Christmased out, and I just want to be alone on my couch, in my sweats, with a fucking raw steak on my eye. And finally she grasps that I'm serious and I will fucking leave her there. And uh, I go, I walk and get the car. I come back and in the really bright light in the entryway or the foyer, if you will, everyone's like, oh my God, your eye. And her brother's like, you are going to have a shiner for sure. Oh my God. And this was within like, what, half hour, 40 minutes of him smoking me. So yeah, I'm like, great. It's fucking great. It's just fucking great. I'm really looking forward to this. is going to be great. And I know what you're thinking, right? What I would be thinking if I were you is that I'm chubby and very opinionated about things I don't understand. I don't, I'm not usually very flexible when it comes to conversation. I've got a really abrasive personality. I'm outspoken. I'm loud. And I don't want to shock you all, but I'm about to. The shock is that is the first shiner I've ever had. That's the first time I've ever been quote unquote Punched in the face Do you know what I mean? Like, you'd think someone like me would have been hit a lot On numerous occasions Because I'm just irritating But no, that's the first time I've ever had a black eye My kid gave it to me Or at least that's what Sarah told me to tell you She said, either say that Malcolm hit you in the face with a phone Or tell people you fell down the stairs Pick one Pick one Yeah So yeah, so I'm a victim of either elder abuse By the hands of my son Or domestic violence By the hands of my wife So really choose your own adventure The outcome is the same One chubby black eyed homo Yeah so then the next day You know I'm off for the weekend or whatever And uh, I don't want to put my contacts in And we had more family come over Because Sarah's brothers were in from Calgary So we kind of hosted them a couple times And every time it was just like Whoa man every time I saw somebody And I'm like fuck Because it was like super black Super black, like, it, and it almost got worse before it got better Like right now it's kind of yellow-ish, kind of that yellowy-blue-ish And then I went to work and it was like full force, it's like it had gone gotten worse And everyone's like, "Oh, does it hurt? And I said, yeah, but only when I like blink or look at stuff, so, yeah And there were the jokes, like, oh, she finally fucking gave it to you, hey? Yeah, yeah Like, whoa, what happened to you? And then they're kind of laughing Because they know that someone like me Deserves to get punched in the face And they know that I deserved it (laughs) No matter what happened I I have had this black eye coming for some time For a very long time I've had this coming So, I don't know I personally believe that everyone in their mind Was doing the slow clap Like, that's too fast Yeah, like Thank god, someone fucking finally did it Prick Yeah, so that's the story of me getting a black eye for Christmas Yeah And then at work, everyone's like, oh my god, what happened? But to me, like, I always have dark circles under my eyes Like, it's just Just a gift that God gave me Like, not only am I just Mediocre and Not very smart and not very good looking I have big bags under my eyes Like, what a fucking prize pig Serious Serious, I'm they don't make them like me anymore, okay? Except in oppressed countries. That's why the burkas. Because, um, yeah, yeah, they look like me, okay? And uh, yeah, um, also New Year's Eve. Since this is the New Year's show, I'm gonna put something out there for you guys. And um, no offense, but um, here's my holiday tip, okay? Let's say it's New Year's. Let's say you've been drinking, and uh, let's say midnight comes along. Maybe one, maybe 1:30, maybe 2 a.m. on New Year's Day. Here's what not to do: Don't fucking text people and wish them happy New Year. Okay? Because I, for one, mm-mm, not awake. No, 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 no. So the mass text is at its very most irritating. What's a mass text? Just in case you weren't listening to all the other shows A mass text is when you write one message That really could be going to anyone There's nothing specific Your name's not in it There's not a date There's not a time Something general like Happy New Year At say 12.15 And you send it out to everyone in your phone Kind of a mistake Okay? Because not everyone is up and drinking Not everyone is 28 years old And yeah, some of you may have the will to live and drink and be merry Not me Okay? I like to sleep. So, that part of your brain that thinks that wishing people Happy New Year at very early hours in the morning, turn that part off, okay? Turn that part off. Especially if I don't fucking really ever talk to you and I just get one big mass text, chances are you've pissed off probably 70% of the people you sent that text to. Okay? So that, that's my tip. Fuck off. But all those people that texted me at midnight, 1.30, 2.30 a.m., I made sure to text them the second I woke up, okay, for the day with a two-and-a-half-year-old. All right, okay, yeah, little tip there, little tip. I didn't do anything for New Year's. I don't even remember what we did. Did we order something? We might have ordered, like, Chinese food or something. Is that what we did? Yeah, I think we ordered Chinese food and put Malcolm to bed and ate it because there was, like, eggs all over it, so I didn't want to expose him to that. So that was our, that was our New Year's, So. was, uh. Pretty uneventful And a couple days ago I don't know what the fuck happened But I had, like, chest pains Like, not even, like, chest pains Like, by my heart, chest pains And I don't really know what from And I did have high blood pressure when I was pregnant But I thought it was just because of being pregnant Because sometimes that does really weird things to your body I never needed medication Because they just sent me home on bed rest So I don't know what happened And it hurt It hurt for a few days Like, it just... Around where my heart is Like my heart felt fine, but it was like the muscles around it hurt Enough so that perhaps I thought I was dying Just a little bit, like a small percentage of me thought I was dying And then the other percentage of me thought maybe I had high blood pressure perhaps And I never looked into it And we got a shit ton of snow here Like a shit ton Well, it's been a really good winter so far And now we're in the deep freeze, minus 40, everything And we got like 10 or 12 centimeters of snow. So I went to my mom's house while Sarah and Malcolm went to Costco and I shoveled. I shoveled my mom's house. It's like, it's like a, you could fit four cars on the driveway and one on the side pad. So that's how big it is. Fucking big. So I'm like fucking giving her and running and pushing and shoveling all this snow. And then I get back into the car and I realize that my chest hurts again. But does it hurt because it's a muscle around, um, like under my boob or does it hurt because I'm dying? It's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. It's gone now, so I'm assuming I pulled a muscle I don't know I just, I have this uh, problem with doctors I don't like to go to them Maybe I'll just put my arm in a high blood pressure machine eh, maybe I won't And Sarah will get a huge insurance payout Win-win, you know, punch me in the eye I get high blood pressure and you get all that money Okay, I've got a segment coming up I'll pick one, I don't know who the fuck it's gonna be Hang on
2: Hey, what's up? It's Tails here and it is New Year's Eve. I just got home from work and a little pizza heaven and uh, it was a really good day. I actually made some pretty damn good tips and worked the customers and you know, whatever. It was a good day. It was a really good day. Um let's see. What to talk about? Okay, well it's New Year's Eve, first of all. Second of all, I guess I've already said that, but whatever. Fucking tired, okay? Um uh, I don't have any plans for New Year's Eve, personally. Me and the wife were staying at home. We were going to go probably watch fireworks at the forks tonight, but unfortunately this year they decided to have the fireworks at uh, 8 o'clock in the evening instead of 11 o'clock, which is when they usually do that. So she's working until about 9.30, so that's not going to work. So no fireworks for us. Um, Other than that, I guess we're just gonna stay home, watch Netflix and play video games, I guess. I'm gonna be either on my PS4 that I got for Christmas or I'm gonna be on my PS3. I don't know yet, but those are my big plans. Um, I guess what I want to know is, because everybody has a horrible, horrible New Year's Eve story. and I would like to hear yours, Sandra. What is the most rest you've ever got on a New Year's Eve, and what stupid shit have you done. My story would have to be back when I was, oh god, I don't know, 17, 18 maybe, and I was with my friend in Transcona, and I bought a bottle of Amaretto, and I bought a bottle of Blue Alize, and uh, everybody else had beers, and uh, I ended up drinking the whole bottle of amaretto. And I had half the bottle of Valzé, and uh, we'll just say that I completely missed the countdown because my head was in a toilet. So, and then right after I, I, I puked, um, I fell asleep on the couch, and the chick that I was seeing at the time, she just like kept pestering me, and, like, like I finally fell asleep, and then she woke me up for a fucking midnight New Year's kiss or whatever, and then I puked all over the couch. So that was, that was great. I haven't been able to drink Amaretto or Alize since then. So that's my worst New Year's Eve party story that I have. Uh, it's not very entertaining, I know. I've never really been the party-hardy kind of person anyways. But, uh, you know, is um, done. It's fucking crazy to think about. So, cheers to that. And that's a beer. And the most beautiful sound in the world. Um, what else? Oh, I wanted to talk about this before, but, uh, Sandra, you know, you have that, like, white dog hair thing that comes out of your forehead? I think that's where you said it was? Or right over your eye or some shit? Maybe on your cheek? I'm not sure. Well, I have one, too, and it's like, you know the piece of cartilage on your ear that's kind of, like, triangular? Well, that's where mine comes in, and I don't notice until it's, like, super long, and then my ear keeps getting itchy, and then I start scratching it, and then I Grab at it, and this big-ass, thick, white hair is there. And then I have to pluck it, and it hurts a lot more than plucking one of my regular hairs. So, yeah, I have one, and my wife's mom has one. And I don't know where hers is. I can't remember. And then today, I was wearing my work shoes, and I felt like there was something pokey in my sock. So I took my work shoe off, I took my sock off, shook the sock around, kind of whatever, picked at it a little bit put my sock back on, put my shoe back on. Pokey was still there. I was like, well, what the fuck? What is it? So take it off again. And I look at my, my ankle. And there is like a red bump on my ankle. And there is what appears to be a very long, thin, black hair. Which I don't understand because like it's like the length of my hair right now. But it kind of looks like a cat hair. And it was like growing out of this little bump. And it's weird because like I just shaved my legs like, I don't know, three days ago. And there's no fucking way I'd missed a big hair like that. It was maybe three inches long. Uh, I don't know. It was fucked up. So I don't know where that came from. I'm apparently part dog, part cat, (sighs) part crazy person. Anyways. That is all for today Happy New Year's and uh, let's get those juicy New Year's stories because I enjoy them Very much, take it easy guys
0: All right, thanks Tails I'm really glad I'm not alone with this weird white Dog hair thing Happening, I'm sure it's just A thing that happens, like just Randomly, I just um, I'm really glad I'm not alone On that, I'm glad you're, you're fucked up too Isn't that what this show's all about though? I'm a little fucked up. You're a little fucked up. We're all fucked up together. Let's just, just join up, you know? Let's just be a posse, a pussy, pussy posse. Something. I I don't know what's going on there. New Year's story, uh, you know, I just, they're all really the same story. The story is, I am not a good drunk. I act like an asshole. Oh here's a story I don't know if it's a New Year's story But it involves alcohol and isn't that really what New Year's is Anyway just like let's get drunk um, Hang on I'll tell you my stupid New Year's story that's really stupid I worked in a restaurant I worked really late I went and picked up the girl I had just Just started seeing Like I started seeing her eh, I don't know Like f- a couple days before maybe not, not too long before And I went to go pick her up in my white sunfire That I had just bought Like two or three weeks before And I picked her up and she was a nice girl and she didn't really drink very much And I drank while I drove on New Year's Eve Real fucking winner there, hey? Real fucking winner, what an idiot I am So I I did that and I backed up and the, the street was kind of curved Like I wasn't drunk, it was my first beer But still, stupid move, really stupid And I backed up, backed up a little too fast Trying to be too cool for my new girl And uh... Backed up into a light standard and cracked my bumper on my new-to-me Sunfire Awesome Good life choice there, Fatty Good life choice And other than that, you know, like, I've It took me forever to learn that I can't drink anything but beer And still, when I went to Mexico, I drank tequila Like, I can't drink anything but beer Because there's something about hard stuff that doesn't hit me until it's too fucking late Like, I'll drink it, I'll drink it, I'll drink it, I'll drink it Nothing happens, and then all of a sudden it's like I have an hour of being a fucking moron And then I'm throwing up for the rest of the night Which is basically what happened in Mexico Except it was like Two hours of being a fucking moron Like, I made jokes about Harvesting Sarah's brother's sperm And, uh In front of her parents He's like, oh my god Wait till my parents go to bed And I'm like I'm Like, meh, meh, meh Like, the shame, okay? The shame of it, okay? So it's just, I'm not a good drinker And uh, other than that, the one thing that happened that I thought was um, pretty mortifying I don't think it was a New Year's Eve, but it was a drinking episode One of the girls I was dating, it was like my first relationship ever Like, ever And we were arguing She was just that kind of girlfriend that would create strife just for the sake of the drama of arguing about it and she's creating a fight with me for whatever reason i don't even remember why but i just remember being really mad because she just wouldn't listen to me like she would just talk over me and i fucking hate that and just bully me emotionally you know what i mean like i like sarah because if she's gonna bully me she's gonna do it physically and punch me in the face to give me a shiner and then tell me to tell people that malcolm did it like that's the kind of girl i can get behind okay I'm kidding, probably. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't look into it. Just domestic violence isn't funny, probably. And uh, she's just annoying. Like, she's really clingy and annoying and kind of a bitch. Um, how far off topic do you want to get? Okay, so this. I'll I'll get back to the point of this story. I have to remember drinking, but this girl, we dated. Um. I don't remember what happened. She says we were on a break. It's like friends. She says we were on a break. And I said we weren't and she went out with a guy that I worked with um on like a double date without me even there and she gave him head or something and I caught her in a lie I drove by her house because she lived really close to me and I had a really bad feeling about it and she said she was home at midnight I drove by her house at "Mm, 2 30 in the morning and I was like no no you didn't stupid and of course it had to be the guy that I worked with and of course I had to see him every fucking day and of course She didn't just do that, we didn't just break up and she disappeared, no She sat in the lounge of the restaurant I worked in and drank every night And everybody would come up and be like, oh that fucking bitch is here again, god damn it Like, it's like, when you break up with somebody, they should fall out of your social circle And none of them liked her, they were just nice to her because she was my girlfriend So this girl, many years later, like that would have been in what, 90, no, 2001? And uh, when Sarah dumped me for that month I was on Facebook all miserable You know, I'm 30, I'm single, I'm a fucking loser And she reached out to me And she's married And you know, like, I've always been the kind of girl Where, like, once I break up with a girl It's like, that's it Like, any kind of physical relationship there is done It's over I've been there, I've done that And honestly, every time I looked at her I just saw her with a dick in her mouth And it was just repulsive to me I don't know, I know that's terrible But it's true, it grossed me out I just wanted nothing to do with her ever again Sexually So she reached out to me on Facebook And she's like hey you know let's catch up I live really close to you blah 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 And uh, we did We hung out and Her husband was there And I don't know it would seem pretty chill And one night she got really drunk Like she drank fuck more than a liter of wine Within an hour And she's getting real handsy and shit And her husband doesn't seem to mind I mean maybe they have that kind of relationship where He wouldn't care if it was another girl. That's my assumption. But she was, like, putting her hand way up my thigh, very close to my vagina. And he's sitting there, and I'm grabbing her hand, and I'm putting it at my knee. And she keeps putting it up my thigh, and I keep putting it on my knee. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, don't worry. he won't care. And I'm like, I care. I'm not doing this with you. Like, I'm like, I'm just, I don't, that's not cool. I'm like, I care. Like, just... Chill out, okay? And she's like, no, no, he won't mind I'm like, I don't, I'm good I may be newly single, but I, I don't I don't want to touch you I know that's awful What's the point of this? Hang on Okay, so the husband's just kind of sitting around Within about 20-25 minutes, she was throwing up Like she had just drank a phenomenal amount of wine For someone her size And uh, someone with that kind of uh, tolerance So I was just like, okay, uh, time to go See you later great time had a great time you're an excellent hostess thank you so much so that was when sarah and i broke up and then let's see that would have been that would have been march and then she got pregnant and then she gave birth and then three months later i was pregnant like i was about three or four months pregnant then and we met up to go look around at the mall she was on mat leave she was bored blah 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 so we go to the mall and she was um pretty pretty fucking mean to me Um, we went there, we had some lunch, I was eating a taco salad, which I then became obsessed with. And she said, I don't know if I can remember everything. She said, um, things like, um, well, what is the last name of your kid going to be? And I said, I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we'll hyphenate it. I don't know. She's like, well, shouldn't it just have your last name? And I'm like, why? And she said, well, what if, what if you guys break up? I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. It's still her kid. And she's like, well who's gonna have the baby shower? I'm like, I don't want a baby shower. Like, that's my worst fucking nightmare sitting in a horseshoe formation with a bunch of women watching me open baby gifts. Like, I'm not a, uh, kind of person. I'm just not. Like, I just, I did not nest. In case you were wondering, in case you missed all the other episodes, I did no nesting. Sarah's like, uh, we should really go shopping for baby stuff. Like, Let's put up the crib and I'm like oh I don't really want to No we should put up the crib I did no nesting she did the nesting I honestly just didn't even put two and two together That a baby was coming until the baby was born Really I had no, no qualms about it And then what was the other thing she said Oh right so I, she said who's having the baby shower then And I said well Sarah's gonna have one She's like but it's not her baby And I just looked at her and I'm like what, Which part of this Are you not understanding Yes it's her baby yeah, but it's not, you know, her baby I mean, what if she leaves you? And I was like, what if your husband left you? Oh, well, you know, I just mean, uh, well, we're married, you know And I'm like, what's the difference? Like, here, here's the thing too Her husband likes to drink a lot And one time, okay, one time she, um, They went out drinking and she was driving And he fell asleep in the car and for whatever reason he couldn't figure out how to get the car door open so he got really mad and he had to pee and he peed in her car and eventually he figured out how to get the door open and he went inside and he was fuming mad because he thought she had locked him in the car and uh that's not how cars work first of all second of all she ran she didn't even take her shoes she just took her purse her keys she ran into her car with pee in it and drove away and stayed at a friend's house at night so it's like okay because you're married and you feel like you have paperwork that your relationship is somehow more valid than mine is Because we're two women and we're not married Okay, sure, yeah, but you know what? Do you know how many times I've run from my house for my life with a car full of urine because I had no other option? Never I've never <laughs> I've never had to do that I've never once So, okay, you're married, yeah, you're right Your relationship is way more stable than mine Way more Anyway, this is the girlfriend so let's travel back in time now She also said other cunty things to me that for whatever reason i chosen to block out The name, the baby shower Yeah, I can't remember There was a couple other things that I was just fuming mad about For like two years um, We smoothed things over She ended up apologizing to me um, She said that she was in some kind of weird post Oh, the other thing she said to me is uh, How terrible childbirth is And I'm not going to be able to ha- handle it And I'm like, you're scaring me and it was like she was on a 10 second loop It was like she was a goldfish she'd be, I'd be like, okay, I don't, don't tell me about your birth And then like 10 seconds later She'd be like, oh, the pain And I'm like, stop I'm like, I just, I don't want to hear about it Okay, you won't be able to handle it 10 seconds go by, oh my god, it hurts so bad And I was like, oh my fucking Christ, get me out of here The only thing good about that day was that taco salad I'm telling you that right now And uh, so that was that And she came to visit when Malcolm was born And she apologized to me She's like, you know, I was like in a really weird place I wasn't sleeping and I was kind of feel like I was in like a post-traumatic stress disorder type situation And I was like okay yeah like don't worry about it Because most apologies I'll accept Except one Except for one Because um, yeah I get it But she just kind of was just being dumb Considering she had been in a relationship with me previously That maybe she should have caught on to the fact that I am a human being I, I don't know and my relationships are real So this is the kind of person she is Like she's a much nicer person now Way more chilled out But like at the time I wanted to fucking reach across that table And choke her in front of her three month old child But that's not cool You can't do that You can only fantasize about things like that So this is the same girl So let's go back in time now to 2001 When I was thin Still ugly But thin Still youthful But ugly But thin And we're in this fight in um, The bathroom at a bar And it's not going well And I've just pretty much had enough of this fucking bullshit already Cause like, you know, lesbian drama's cool and everything But it's so not cool and everything You know, like, fuck, I just want to be normal Like, why does everything have to be so Over the top ridiculous Like, why can't we just have normal arguments About dumb things, not created arguments About things that don't exist <sighs> So we went in there, we're having this fight And I'm wearing these boots Like, not docs, but kind of like docs. Even though it's been, it was, it, at that point I shouldn't have been wearing those boots It's not, uh not cool, it wasn't cool at that point I've never really been in style, but it, then particularly not cool So I'm wearing these, these black boots And somehow Like you know what it's like, you go into a woman's room The floor is completely wet for whatever fucking reason And it's like women um, Booby trap, I feel like Like maybe it's not intentional But I stepped on a piece of toilet paper At some point during this argument And I had walked I'm gonna say A hundred feet into the bar and the toilet paper was stuck to my foot. And I was walking angrily with purpose. Because we had gotten into this fight, and I was angry and emotional and kind of like a really mad strut out of this bathroom. And this guy taps me on the shoulder, and he's like laughing his fucking face off. And I'm mad. So I'm like, what? What do you want, bitch? You want to fight? And he's like, you have a very long piece of toilet paper stuck to the bottom of your boot. And I looked and the toilet paper Was so long There was such a long stream of it stuck to my foot I'm almost positive it was probably stuck to the roll At the other end of the toilet paper Like that's how long I couldn't even see it break off It didn't break off anywhere It was. It led to the bathroom So I don't know what I'm supposed to do But I just plucked it off my foot And walked away Like I think What I should have done is maybe bundled it up and thrown it in the garbage somewhere But I just walked away from it I was just like fuck this Fuck this and that fucking girl I'm better than this No I'm not I had like I don't know A hundred feet of toilet paper stuck to my shoe Just dragging it around like an asshole At least he told me I could have went around for another 10-15 minutes with that fucking thing stuck to my foot So you ask me about a New Year's Eve party And I tell you about nothing really I mean I don't You're welcome. I just barf a lot, okay? I barf a lot. I get into fights a lot. Arguments with girlfriends a lot. I misbehave. I'm i just an idiot. I don't drink much anymore for that exact reason. Okay, wow. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Here's Gary!
3: Happy New Year, Sandra. It's Electric Gary. It has been a while. I apologize for that. Busy, boring. You know the usual drill. I, uh... Really enjoyed your last show very touching uh, we all feel the same about you with the lighting of, of the lives and all so today early morning January 2nd getting ready to go back to work uh, done with the holidays that's what I love the most about New Year's it is the last of the fucking holidays yay uh, not that I'm a, a huge uh, scrooge about the whole thing I just uh, it seems a little uncomfortable and a little overdone and we just did all of this uh, I swear 10 minutes ago because years are going by quickly Uh, But yesterday, January 1st, uh, was my grandmother's 90th birthday, and uh, I called her up and she said, uh, wow, I went to bed 89 and I woke up 90. How'd that happen? She's a funny old gal. I'm glad to have her still full of piss and vinegar and kicking and going. Um, I have a story of a little Christmas miracle to share from uh, our last few weeks. So years ago, um I believe it was mrs electric's thirty sixth birthday maybe we were in Maui, and I was able to get her a black pearl uh pendant as a uh, as a birthday present, yeah, gave my wife a pearl necklace and uh, she's been wearing it ever since it's very pretty um understated classy I like it. She loves it, so uh we you know it's just it's her daily daily wear thing and uh about a week ago, two weeks ago she uh, had been wearing it all day as usual, running around, doing her thing, came home, and her uh, the chain like fell on the floor in the kitchen, no pendant. And So we looked all over the house. I mean, it's a very delicate chain. These things happen. Checking everywhere, looking in the car, looking in the driveway. Cannot be found. Uh, about three days later, she has a dream about having uh, lost it in the parking lot where she went to, for a an acupuncture uh, appointment that she'd forgotten about. Uh, it sounds like bullshit, but, uh, she got up the next day, went over there and it had been laying in this parking lot for three and a half days where it could have been run over, picked up, you know, who knows what. And she found it. Um, had a little bitty scratch on it, but that was it. So it is back around her loving neck. So that was good. Um, I have a, uh, another podcast I've been listening to that has been really uh, cracking me up. I know you're a fan of Keith and the Girl and the uh, friends thereof, and Chris Laker and Micah Fox do This Week in Jackin'. I highly recommend it. Funny, funny shit. A lot of uh, relatable stories about uh, well, the things we all do. So, onward and outward with this new year, the amazing year of our Lord, 2015.
0: That's Gary. Oh, you gave her a pearl necklace, all right. You sure did. What the fuck are the chances of that? Like you think that would have got scooped up. But you know what? I'm really glad she found it. I'm glad she had that premonition, that dream or whatever and found it. Cuz that's something man, you'd be sad about that the rest of your life. Oh, the pearl necklace cuz it like has a lot of memory. She wears it every day. Start to think your wife should uh start sending me lottery numbers. Just like hypothetically, you know? I mean, if she had time. Send over some numbers, just if she had time. Uh I I hope to God When I'm ninety I can make jokes like that. I really hope I get to live I get to live that long. Because at the rate things are going, I'm not gonna see my grandchildren. I think about that a lot. Like if God, I hope Malcolm knocks someone up when he's like twenty. Maybe twenty one. Okay. Let me retire from work. I'd love to be a daycare for my kid. My kid's kid. And that slut he married. Just kidding. (laughs) Not really. No one's good enough for my son. Or maybe he'll be gay. Who the fuck knows? Maybe I could swaddle his life partner. I just hope he pitches. You know what I mean? I was a pitcher. Uh, yeah, This Week in and I'm gonna check that out. I really think Micah Fox is hilarious, and I like Chris Laker too. So I'll uh, I'll take that under advisement. As always, I like to recommend the Ron and Beverly podcast. I like Keith and the Girl. The 40-Year-Old Boy podcast, also wonderful. All of these three shows. And my show too. I mean, me, Meh. 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 Okay. So I'm gonna do all the usual stuff. Uh change of address69 at gmail.com. Uh Sandra DeSantres Facebook, Twitter, join the change of address Facebook page. You should. Can you leave a fucking iTunes review? That'd be super de duper if you could. If you could go ahead and do that. And I was just on Facebook here and oh, also the Lesbian Lounge. Or my Lesbian Radio. Fuck, I gotta really figure out which one that is. Uh, Denise Warner Gregory hosts uh, the Lesbian Lounge. There's something going on there They've switched names Or My Lesbian Radio Or Really Well Productions Search any of those It's a great show And I started listening to this other show Because like When you look at my show on iTunes It'll suggest other shows And when you look up lesbian comedy on iTunes Which I do on a regular basis Just hoping that something else will come up Because I like to I like to support my peeps And uh, listen to what they have to say So there's this one show that showed up (laughs) And um I started listening to it on, on Stitcher And I was willing to give it a try And they The first show they, they said that they tried A lot of the lesbian shows And a lot of them were boring And some of them were awful and unlistenable And I thought okay Alright I feel that way too Some of them are really fucking terrible And boring And I listened to their show And it was both terrible and boring Okay great Check I mean, I'm going to give them a try. I will listen to them, I guess, a little bit more, because, I mean, I have to follow my own rule, right? I ask people to listen to three or four of my shows, so I have to listen to three or four of their shows, and they seem very nice, but one of them has this really annoying upward inflection I'm not entirely sure she's aware of, and that makes me want to drive my head in a wall. A lot of women in broadcasting have that really annoying... Attribute and it makes me want to kill somebody But I will try, I will try And also the two homos, yeah They're pretty good, I mean It's up to you, whatever kind of thing you're into But I've always stuck by My Lesbian Radio I always thought they were good, entertaining They're fun, it's like hanging out with my buddies A lot of my very good listeners came from there Um Yeah, anyway, and if you have suggestions for podcasts Please email me, I'm always looking for something To brighten my life Ah sure there's something else I'm supposed to be talking about but I don't remember what it is oh anyway the point being Denise posted this on Facebook so I'm just going to play it into the microphone um there's a very stiff looking reporter who's interviewing a woman about a SWAT team coming next door to her house and this woman is it looks like Honey Boo Boo's mom with a Reba McIntyre t-shirt uh tights they could be um jeggings like jean leggings and a three or four year old who's naked except for underwear clung to her leg And the, the reporter is interviewing her about what's happened uh, in her neighborhood And she's just sitting on the porch And here's, here's like a quick four second clip of uh, what she feels happened Hang on Ma'am, tell us Well, I was just sitting on my porch and all of a sudden a SWAT team gets in Knocking down doors and I was like, what the fuck? Doesn't that just sum up life? Like I think that's what 2015' going to be about. Really, like how she swore on TV in front of her child while drinking uh, what I can emoji- uh I'm not entirely sure what that is. It's either a Capri Sun or, or a beer. Is that round? I'm not entirely sure. Can I play it one more time just so you get the hang on.: tell you what you saw? Well, I was just sitting on my porch and all of a sudden, a SWAT team gets in knocking down doors, and I was like, "What the fuck? Amen to that. Amen to that. What the fuck indeed? What the fuck? Okay, leave an iTunes review. Send me an email. Suck a dick. Whatever, dude. I'm not your mom, probably. I don't care. But an iTunes review. Like, I don't fucking get people. How hard is that to do? How hard? It's easy. Try it. Try it and let me know how easy it was. Okay? Great. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.